All right, so I don't know what a normal path to Houston would be like for a college basketball player, but I bet it's not usually Tulsa to Las Vegas to Arkansas to Houston. Welcome to Locked on Cougars Day, the podcast all about your Houston Cougars. I'm your host, Houston-born teacher and coach, Parker Angel. here to break down all things Cougs. If you're a U of H fan or just a hater who came to stop by, please be sure to hit subscribe and just download the podcast each day, the latest on the Cougs all year long. If you're subscribed, our show should pop up on your feed each day, so you can be sure to make Locked on Cougs your first listen of the day. We're going to continue with our player previews and hyping up and getting ready for the big college basketball season around the corner. It does tip off next week, and we need to talk some about utility forward Reggie Chaney. Now, Reggie Chaney is a fun, fun basketball player to talk about. He's in his fifth year of college basketball, so let's break him down. First thing I want to talk about, a little bit about his growing up and his upbringing, how he got to Houston, because again, he grew up and originally was born in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but attended Finlay Prep School in Las Vegas, or I guess I should say Henderson, Nevada, just outside of Las Vegas, but it's a much more fun story to think about a guy going from Tulsa to Las Vegas to Arkansas, where he played his first couple years of college basketball before transferring to Houston ahead of the 2020-2021 season, where he helped Houston with 14 minutes and ended up actually starting in 13 games he played in all 32 games that season. And while in neither season he's necessarily like blown up the stat sheet, he's like a like four, four and a half points a game and three-ish rebounds and like more or less a block a game, he is all energy all the time. In watching clips and tape on Reggie Chaney, the thing that jumps off the screen is he's got to be on the floor just because how much he impacts the game and how much he impacts winning as a versatile 6'8", 225-pound forward slash center. Now, he's not the small ball type of center that you put out there because he's going to be shooting a lot of threes. That guy may end up being freshman Jairus Walker this season. He's a small ball type of center you put out there because he can cover a lot of different forward and wing type of positions. And I think worth noting, he also does a great job of playing physical down low and playing much bigger than the six foot eight he's listed at. His highlight plays are full of big dunks and big blocks and big emotional supercharged plays the kind of two points that feel like a lot more than two points when they happen you know the kind of dunk I'm talking about when in a game it just rattles the rim and tears the rim down but like sometime somehow simultaneously like takes the roof off of the gym that's the kind of thing that Reggie Chaney does that's the kind of way he scores he's got great soft hands he catches a lot of no look passes from guys like Jamal Shedd last season and I think it's worth pointing out that he does all these things without like needing plays called for him he's a screener on offense because he wants to get his teammates open not because he needs the role to go score he just ends up scoring on the role when asked he on defense is where he really really stands out like many of these bench guys for Houston I just think it's worth pointing out like if you're going to be a bench guy in Houston you're going to play for Kelvin Sampson you've got to be able to defend that's just the only way to make the team the only way to make the bus is to be able to play defense and I feel like Reggie Chaney in watching his clips is like the embodiment of that I think it's interesting to watch him play in the NCAA tournament last year or in the American Conference tournament the year before it, he truthfully like 
based on his size, should not be able to handle these seven-footers in the way that he does, but in his toughness and aggression and, frankly, quick-twitch athleticism, is able to keep up with guys that are 6'10", guys that are 6'11", even seven feet tall at just six foot eight because he, A, has great timing on his when he's trying to defer shots and, in a way, and block shots, and also he is relentless. He learned that somewhere along the way. We're going to take credit for it at Houston, but I guess technically go back to Arkansas or back to Finland Prep or back to his childhood days in Oklahoma. Somewhere along the way there, he learned that being relentless meant you got on the floor. It'll be interesting to see how Chaney adapts to playing without Kyler Edwards. He and Kyler had played at a number of different levels. Go back and like check them out on social media or check them out. He and Kyler Edwards, Kyler Edwards being the guard that graduated a year ago, they played together since it looks like some of the early AAU days. They had a little bit of time at Finlay Prep together. And of course, it feels like Edwards had a big, big role in bringing Chaney to Houston. So that's why it feels kind of funny to see Chaney now here in his fifth season with Edwards off trying to make it an NBA. He's had a 10-day with Detroit, and I feel like he's going to be on G League rosters throughout the season. And I, I digress. This is not the Kyler Edwards podcast, but I do think it's worth pointing out that like this feels like interesting time for Reggie Chaney because Edwards brought him in, and I feel like this is going to be like a chance for Edwards to like step into his own a little bit. Not that they played the same position by any stretch, but that has been the connection to Houston thus far. And clearly there was some connection between Sampson, the program, the guys on the team and whatever to Reggie Chaney to make him decide to stay for that fifth year and not transfer somewhere else, frankly, even if he wasn't going to look at basketball at the professional level yet. I feel like the interesting thing in watching him this year will be how he fits into that big man rotation. We've mentioned Juwan Roberts. We've mentioned JVA Francis. We've mentioned that I kind of think Jairus Walker will be a small ball five as well. And so with all of those options, where does a true five man fit in the rotation like Reggie Chaney? Or is his grit and grind attitude the kind of thing that Samson just wants to make sure he has on the squad, on the bus, at practice? It's worth pointing out, like in the Duke scrimmage, he got the most minutes of anyone off the bench. And I don't think that's an accident, right? Duke is a blue blood type of program. I'm sure Samson thought, hey, we make sure we have a scrappy guy out there to represent the culture he's built in Houston. And Reggie Chaney, off the bench, seemed to be that based on the stats, you should say, seems to be that kind of guy for the Cougs. Look out for those scrappy minutes to pile up for Chaney over the course of the season. And frankly, if he gets in the first half and has a really good first half, Samson's proven to be the kind of guy he's going to go back to him in the second half as well. And there'll be some games where Reggie Chaney gets like 20 minutes and 12 points and five rebounds and two big blocks. And there's some games where he plays like three minutes, right? That That's going to be kind of season he has based on the A, schedule that University of Houston has, and B, the amount of guys they have to play at that five spot. The University of Houston has a lot of tools, which is a gift, but in the case of Reggie Chaney's like season-long minutes, it might be a curse. All of that being said, he's exhilarating to watch play. He's been a ton of fun to watch when he's out there, so be ready, Cougs. If you want to talk to me about Reggie Chaney or the Houston Cougar basketball program, be sure to find me at Painsworth 5 is P-A-I-N-S-W-O-R-T-H-5-1-2. We'll be pre- previewing the Houston basketball team all the way up to the Northern Colorado game, and we make sure we recap every basketball game along the way. Obviously, we're doing football on the more traditional shows as well. So make sure you download and subscribe to Locked on Cougs everywhere you get your podcast to be tuned into the Cougs all year long. Make us your first lesson of the day and make sure you get those paws up. Go Cougs.